Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. This is Mara. Welcome to You Are Okay with Blog Talk Radio. What a pleasure it is to be spending time with you today and or tomorrow or the next day. I am totally amazed at the number of people who are listening to this show and I am in awe of that because we are joining together collectively believing that love is possible and creating an energy of change that counterbalances someday, maybe every day. It counterbalances the sense that love is not possible. I have a friend who accuses me of believing in utopia, and when I ask him if he wanted me to stop believing in utopia, oh, no, 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 it's just that I'm... I'm naive, and my response is always to comments of that genre is, well, you know, you can't get something you don't try to get. You can't reach a goal if you don't make an effort. I'm alone and responsible for living my life, just as you alone are responsible for living yours. And right now, this week, Nearly 2,000 of us joined a prayer circle, a prayer circle for prosperity for the world. We joined our consciousness together to believe in the power of love. It's huge what we are doing together, and I am so appreciative to each of you for listening because when you listen to me, then you will talk about what I say to others, and potentially some of those others will talk to others. And someday, the change that we're making will be more cataclysmic. I believe that. Someday we will be able to ignite in people love for one another. And quite frankly, that's what we're going to talk about today. The topic today is loving one another just the way each of us is. Accepting people without need to groom them is a huge life lesson. Thank you, God, for everything the way it is. Now, today, I did master the art of uh, getting a chat room going in my studio. I'm still not sure I have the art of using it, but I did I did master that art, and so I may be able to see you chatting because, oh, great, my, hold on, um, because I've got that going. Uh I can't say that I'm necessarily going to stop mid-sentence to type a response to your chat comments, but I will be able to see them, and I will orally respond if I'm not able to respond uh, in written format, and I will definitely comment about those uh, during the course of the show. Likewise, if people call in to uh, 646-595, Three five eight four. I will um, I will be able to answer the calls. I think I went to Blog Talk University, and I did learn how. So I have answered once, and uh, I'm hopeful that that will uh, lead to some more communication and exchange. Because I don't want you all to think that I'm like a know-it-all or something. To be quite honest with you, I'm just sharing stuff with you that I have in my heart and in my head. I've read some books, but my books are very few, uh, probably no more than would fill two bookshelf uh, shelves, small bookshelf shelves. I just kind of know stuff that I'm supposed to share with you, and I'm trying to do that. Before we go to Aniles Be Still Thy Soul, I will tell you that this week has been a very interesting, interesting week for me and in in many, many ways. Uh, And as a human being, I uh, am very much enmeshed in this letting someone be who that person is. And, And then 
allowing myself, and that's the hard part, allowing myself to love the person even if the person does not love me back the same way. Huge, huge lesson. Huge, huge lesson to love even if you're not loved back the same way. And and just the joy and the feelings of love are so immense. Every second is brighter. Since I have met this person, I can't I have felt a joy and an energy within me that had long been gone. I feel a surge of energy and excitement. I feel reconnected not only by being thinking about him, but I feel a stronger connection to God because I am more open to love. And frankly, I did not realize how shut down I was. And so that's what we're talking about, is loving someone for who they are without needing to put them into your defined plan. And we'll be talking about it, and I'll look forward to hearing from many of you about it. And uh, certainly I believe that uh, the universe will give me things to say about it because it's kind of a scary topic for me this week. Everything was going bam, and then suddenly bam, we have just like nothing. And now what do you do? We'll talk about that. My human instinct is to shut down and turn off. But my divine instinct is to stay open. Because why would I deny myself the joyous feeling that I have been feeling? And what does it matter if it's reciprocated? These are questions. What we're going to do with Anil's Be Still Thy Soul this morning is we're all just going to connect to one another in love. Now, in the last three, uh, this is the third one, and last week I went to a wonderful family picnic. Maybe I'll have a chance to talk to you about that. And so what we're going to do today is now we're going to add to the trilogy of topics that we've been uniting our energy and our breath about. And remember, I have the largest listeners in archival review, but that's okay because that leaves the energy is there always, and I want you to remember that. So those of you who are listening now, all you have to do is take three deep breaths, and you're part of this group that we're going to form in just a moment. You're part of this circle of love, and it is growing, and we are having an effect. We are changing the world. We are. We have to accept that change of the magnitude that we are injecting will occur slowly but surely if we continue to join our hearts and minds together. So what we're going to do is do a Niles, Be Still Thy Soul, and adding to two weeks or three weeks ago we did peace, excuse me, yeah, three weeks ago we did peace, Two weeks ago, we did prosperity, and now we're going to do love. Now we're going to do love, and we're going to focus on the love that God has for us individually. And you're going to see, I've noticed that there are cycles of topics that I am led to talk about. And the cycle of topic that I am being led through right now is that God loves every one of us. So today, as we join our breaths together, we are going to first allow ourselves to send out love to the universe, to the people in the circle, and to the people who will join the circle later, and to everyone in our planet. You're going to envision as you're breathing in, and you're going to breathe as though you're breathing a very long breath, 
I encourage people who have not developed a system for doing that to breathe through their noses in the soles of their feet because that elongates the breath. I know it makes you laugh too, huh? <laughs> so breathe through through the sole of your feet, pulling warm, fresh, fragrant air up. And have it come up your calves, up your thighs, cross over. And now you are at what people call the base chakra. And if you haven't any knowledge about chakras, we did a show on that last month. Go back and listen to it. It's, listen to a little of it. You'll get it. But the chakra, fundamentally, if we cut it down to a word, is fear. And that is at the foundation of all of our human emotions. Some people say it's power. Okay, it can be power. It can be fear. Whatever it is, uh, we don't need it. We don't need to be afraid. Because fear causes us to segregate people into groups who are not threatening us and people who are threatening us. And that's a, that's a frightening reality. So fear. And what you're going to do is you're going to let that fear go and go back into the earth from which it came. And now we're just going to be working on our divine selves today. Each and every one of us is a divine being. Each and every one of us collectively matter I am that I am. I am that. I am you. I am anyone that I am afraid of. I am anyone that I love. And when we begin softening our concept, when we begin starting to allow ourselves to let go of fear, and even if you only do it for the hour that you are with me, Today, for this one hour, or I guess we have 47 minutes left, let's just let go of fear because we can trust each other. Everyone who is in this space with us, we trust. We are here together. We are safe. And so as you bring fearless breath up, you're going to come into the next chakra, And I want to say at this point, as I felt myself take a breath or a sip of a breath, no one expects you to take one long, deep breath and go through some sort of mental uh, exercise mantra and, and and be able to hold on to that breath forever. Now, your breathing will get longer as you practice this technique, but what you're going to do is take sips of breath. Just little sips as you move forward. And that will keep you going. And that will keep the process going. And it will take your focus off of breath. Now, I know from ancient times forward, there are those who believe you need to focus on breath. Prana. I'm going to suggest instead, we're going to focus on what the breath does. So you're going to pull your fearless breath up into the the sacral chakra, the zone of creativity. Yes, that's where you create your children. That's where you have creative thoughts. Many times for some people, that's where they feel connected to another human being. It's that area that's in the pubic zone. And now you're going to ignite that and you're going to let go of the redness of fear. You're going to bring fearless breath up and now you're going to move into the orange, orangey red area. And you're going to pull creative breath up. So now you have fearless creative breath, and it's going to come into the stomach, that your, your stomach area, your solar plexus, they call it, and that is a yellow color, and that is the zone of healing. And as you're listening to an IELTS, be still thy soul, and you, your breath comes into that zone, I would encourage you to imagine your entire body just filling with this yellow energy as you release dis-ease and heal yourself. 
My friends, compassion, it doesn't start with compassion for yourself. It's a wasted emotion. We need to love others as we love ourselves. We need to love others in all of their vibrancy, all that they are, and wonder why are we drawn to this person? Why does this person ignite ease in us? Or why does this person ignite dis-ease in us? And if you feel diseased, you don't want to push out the person or try to make them somewhat different than they are. You want to look internally and find out what it is within you that is causing this reaction. So you're going to now, you're going to pull fearless, creative, healing breaths up. And now I'd like you, this is going to be our big zone for this initial meditation. I'd like you to put back your shoulders, please. And when you put back your shoulders, you so-called square your shoulders. When your shoulders are squared, you have your heart exposed. Ooh. I feel some people out there are a little afraid with that posture. I certainly am. I kind of walk around acting like my my heart is exposed, but until I really exposed it two weeks ago, it wasn't. I thought it was. Maybe on a continuum it was compared to others, but it wasn't. And now I'm facing the choice of do I go back to my old ways Or do I just continue to love and leave my heart open? And I want you to feel the lustrous feeling of this green chakra as it infuses with fearless, creative, healed breath. And your heart begins to throb a beautiful green color. And pretty soon, an enormous, span of light begins to come out of your heart. Just a beautiful, beautiful light. And that is in with each each and every one of us. There is a column of light that we can share, that we don't have to keep to ourselves. And as that love begins to come out and it starts off as this brilliant green and then it expands into luminous colors, As that comes out, let us envision as we are meditating silently to Annihil's Be Still Thy Soul, that light circling our planet. And we are sending love. We are believing in the wonder of love. We are sending love to those that we hold close. We are sending love to those that we do not hold close. I envision a list of people that cause me concern and consternation during the week, and I imagine them lining up, and I send them love. And I release from me the harmful effects of my not being loving. Now, I could feel my friend saying, well, you know, there are times when you need to be strong. During those times, I am strong, but that does not mean that I cannot temper that strongness with my innate nature of love. There are very few people who would think I am not strong. It takes a tremendous amount of strength, my friends, for all of you who are listening to this program. It takes a tremendous amount of strength for each and every one of you to go forth in love. I know that. We've never tried it. It's scary. It is scary, and at times it hurts. But it is your way. Now you're going to pull creative, healing, excuse me, you're going to pull fearless, creative, healing, loving breath up. And you're going to come into your throat chakra. 
Ah, the zone of words. Now, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God, and the word was God. Oh, that's a pretty profound statement, because how good are you with your God? I kind of have humanized it by saying, in the beginning was the word. The word was with love. And the word was love. So, are your words loving? Are they supportive, uplifting? Of course not. None of us are. We all, all find times when we are not kind in our words. We all say things that hurt others because in part we don't know how others are hearing our words. So as you're going through this meditation, this little three-minute and 40-second meditation that I have you do at the start of each show, as you're going through that show, please, my friends, please, forgive yourself for those ill-conceived words, those thoughtless words. Remember that you are in a new moment. Don't allow your mind to focus on what you could have said. Allow your mind to focus on what you are going to say. And with regard to the words that have been said to you, you know, put them in that line of people that your heart is going to forgive and show love to. Forgive yourself for reacting to unloving words and forgiving yourself for having said unloving words and let the energy of that go. That holds such a giant spot inside of us. I currently am experiencing that by how human we are, and I have got to let that go. I heard myself last night talking to my brother, and I was so angry at who I am because I would like to be just a lawyer. Life would be so much simpler. Now, I don't know what that says about lawyers. Any lawyers listening out there, don't be offended, please. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough for those of us to go through life keeping our shoulders back and showing love. Maybe I would just like to be a half-lover. That's probably it. But you cannot go out and do witness and be a half-lover. And I didn't even know that I was. I was doing this show for years now, and I didn't even realize I was until I felt love. I felt the connecting spirit of someone who shares my soul's energy. Huge. Huge. So open yourselves up as you're you're meditating this morning to the energy of God and allow God to open your heart so that you are a full lover, so that you're willing to take the risk to love, so that you're willing to take the risk of when someone says words to you that may not exactly be in sync with how you feel about the world. You can still love that person and you can still be true to how you feel because we are not a combo unit on a journey here. We are not a combo group of, I I don't like to talk religion because I believe every religion that gets someone to the place they need to get to is good. But if you believe, so I talk in terms of ice cream eaters. And it isn't only the chocolate ice cream eaters or the pistachio ice cream eaters or vanilla or the strawberry or, ooh, la, la, the hazelnut. It's not just those eaters that get to go to heaven. It is not just those eaters who are loved. It is not. Likewise, it is not just one group of people one group of verbalized thoughts. It is all of us together growing individually and allowing an individual 
to be who that individual is while being true to who we are. We can use American politics. You can love someone who supports Romney and Ryan even if you support Obama and Biden. And you can engage in spirited dialogue about that as long as your dialogue doesn't go in and try to touch the fiber and quality and character of the person you're having the dialogue with. I guess it's rules inspire inspiring that we're talking about with our words. When you fight, you don't fight to kill the spirit of the person. When you disagree, you don't have to bring them to their knees and put your foot on their neck. And if you do, I don't. And that's okay because you know what? You can tell me how you do and I can say, I don't think that's a good solution. Or I can maybe not even say that. We don't have to all be in total sync and believe everything to love. We don't have to all be ice cream, chocolate ice cream eaters or vanilla ice cream eaters or strawberry ice cream eaters, pistachio or hazelnut. We don't all have to be aligned in that way. But we do need to learn to allow each of us to be our unique divine self without judgment. We do need to show love and allow those around us to be who they are without us trying to shape them. So now you have beautiful, beautiful, fearless energy, creative energy coming up in your breath. Oh, your breath is energized with healing energy and you've healed yourself. You have loving energy and you're being a full lover, not a half lover. And you're pulling that breath up and you are forgiving yourselves and others for words. And you are committing to yourself to be more cautious with how you reflect the love and God within you. And now you come up to the third eye, the zone of manifestation. And imagine, please, my friends, our love spanning the world. The energy from us collectively joined this morning making the world vibrate with love because our minds can do that. And then, then open the top of your head, please. And as you open it like you're lifting a baseball cap, imagine this fearless, creative, healing, loving, forgiving, manifesting breath moving out of your body into a piper-tubing system of love and allow your breath to join with the breath of God. And as you breathe out, breathe out, I am loved. And reach out your right hand to the Take the hand of God as you know God to be. And if you're not real familiar, and there may be a few listeners who aren't, with how God feels, I'm going to tell you there's no set way. For some people, it may be a little bit of a scary experience to hold their hand lovingly in the hand of God that they imagine to be a tremendous taskmaster, a warrior, a fighter, a demander, an expector, expector. I don't know if that's a word, but I made it up. Someone who expects perfection. Because the grip that they get back, no matter where they have God in their mind, is going to be infused with love, perfect, iridescent love. We are all exactly who we need to be for all that we have lived and all that we will live. And the next time you go through this process, reach out your hand and take the hand of a fellow listener's God. 
so that when this circle ends, it will be God, man, God, man, God, man. So now holding the hand of God as you know God to be, please, let us take three minutes and 40 seconds. That's not much. And breathe in and out. Fearless, creative, healing, loving, forgiving, manifesting, divinely inspired breaths. collectively raise our consciousness in light as we give love a chance. All we are saying is give love a chance. We've never tried it. And in part, we haven't tried it because we don't believe it is possible. And I am here to tell you, if there is no other purpose in my life, I am here to tell you, love is possible. I would like to ask each and every one of you for
for a moment as we are collectively joined here to pray for contributions, to ask for contributions, to give contributions to Grace Orphanage in India. You can go to www.graceorphanage.webs.com. That's G-R-A-C-E. Send prayers to them for their prosperity. If you can, send money. But let me assure you, your manifestation of prayers for prosperity will generate money for them. We are sending collectively prayers. for prosperity grace orphanage have you ever heard the story of grace today is kind of an ebb and flow i'm going with the flow today and the story of the grace note is beautiful now i know that many things have definitions of grace and I, i don't want to interfere with those definitions because they work for the believers in those days I don't need to convert anyone to any any way of thinking or loving. I just need to ignite people to love. And I want them to know that in so doing, in their being a source of light, that they are not alone on that journey, that God is with them always right beside them. As I've said so many times, you just reach out your hand and you say, Hi, God. Hi. And when I forget to do that, I can become very human. I can become very isolated. I can become very full of pain. And I have always taken great joy in thinking about the grace note. The grace note in music is actually just a note added that brings in an extra shimmering sparkle to the music. For instance, uh, I've been listening to some meditation music lately, and I've noticed that the music tends to periodically have this sound. I'm going to share it with you just a second. Just a grace note. Just an added sound out of the blue that just kind of connects you. It connects with the beauty within you, the desire for beauty within you. I don't believe that there is any human being that doesn't have a desire for beauty. And I believe that we get so caught up in trying to define, going back to our topic today, what is worthy beauty, that we we somehow can kill the spirit within the artist. Interesting thought, killing the spirit within the artist. Last week I was with a group of little kids, um, very little. They're turning five years old. And, you know, there comes a place in time where you and I don't even know what age I was, perhaps in my 40s, where I would just think, well, you know, they're only X years old. And and I would even say that with my children. <laughs> they would say things like I would say, oh, she's only 12, or I guess she was 12. Yeah, she's only 12 years old. You know, she's a little kid. And yet, you know, in so many families, in so many countries, 12-year-old have huge, 12 years old, Uh, A 12-year-old has huge, huge life responsibilities. And yet, they're still a 12-year-old. I want the enormity of that to hang. They're still 12 years old. They haven't aged. They, any at all, from the child in our protected world. And they still need protection. They still need encouragement. And it's very difficult for me to understand tapping down the individual spirit that we see in people. 
it's very difficult for me to do this show today and not get teary-eyed, that a child speaking out with bravery on the importance of education to her could be deemed such a threat that adults, including a woman, whom we all like to think of in the mother image and being all loving, and clearly that is not the case, would try to kill this child. Just a child. There are unique and individual spirits in each of us. And they don't have to be the same for us to love one another. They just need to be allowed to grow in a positive, non-objecting way. So when you kill the art of the artist, you are killing the artist too. And, you know, I remember a time when graffiti was something that was associated only with gangs, but it had this beguiling, beautiful character to it. I grew up in Whittier, California, Los Angeles County, and Whittier didn't have any graffiti, let me assure you. (laughs) But I happened to live outside of Whittier, and there were people who were writing things, and maybe they were gangs, I don't know. But the reality of it was what I do know when we would go down into L.A., you know, uh, there was people putting stuff on buildings, and it, it was creating an outrage. So instead of taking time to understand why this art expression was going on, instead of taking a way to figure out that maybe we're moving forward in a different direction, we pulled these young artists in, we accuse them of crimes, we created, and I'm using a small-scale example, but there's so much of this, and instead of trying to redirect, and not only them but ourselves are thinking, we penalized and punished. We are punishers. But can we get, do we really get what we're looking for in the punishment? I had a friend, I have a friend, who uh, this week called to tell me uh, that he had run across some kids, and I suspicion the kids weren't well put together. And they were beside the road, and they needed gasoline. And he could have given them uh, four bucks, which is enough to buy a gallon of gasoline, I think. Maybe not. They couldn't even get a whole gallon. So he could have bought them some gasoline, uh, one gallon, less than a gallon, and sent them on their way. But instead, and this, this is a man who is just very well put together, but he's got this tremendous energy and kindness in him, which he masks by a great, I don't know what word, but he's got this tremendous kindness. But he also has expectations. So instead of saying, no, I'm not going to help you, he did something that I was so impressed with. Because how many times have I palmed off $5, $20, whatever dollars, a dollar, 50 cents, and, and just handed it off thinking this what that person does uh, is between that person and God and what I do is between me and God with my money. But instead, he sought to teach these young people a lesson. And he simply explained like they were his children. You know, basically, I'm getting, I'm going to get you a tank of gas here. But I want you to think about where you are, what you're doing, where you want to go. 
I want to encourage you to think about, you know, getting yourself spruced up here. Because this guy raised himself up. I raised myself up. Let me tell you, you got to be spruced up if you want to raise yourself up economically. Now, I don't think everybody wants to be raised up economically. And it's not my job to judge them if they don't. But I appreciated my friend taking the time to help. And I appreciate my friend taking the time to give a piece of wisdom, to care. Now, that almost some could say, well, that's contradictory to what we're talking about here today because we're we're talking about not trying to shape people. He didn't say, I'm not going to buy you gasoline unless you do this. He passed on a piece of wisdom. He cared, just like I'm caring this morning. I don't think everyone wants to be a lawyer. I don't think everyone wants to suit up. I don't think everyone wants a secondary education or post-secondary education, excuse me. I think, But I do think that everyone wants to be loved and appreciated and to feel affection in their lives. I do think that everyone wants to have a voice and have that voice heard without ridicule. We don't always have to embrace everything that is said to us. But to open our hearts and minds to listening, what a compliment to a person. We are not all going to become drones. So maybe we should stop trying to create a drone-like society. I have had people say things to me that took me by surprise and I nestled them in my brain and they later ignited a whole mental picture for me. I've had people tell me about losses and when I'm on the sidewalk and I have simply given some money and it's as though I'm trying to buy my peace I know I don't have to buy my place in heaven it's guaranteed my friends and your places are guaranteed too if we want to call it heaven whatever it's guaranteed there's no place else to go but Have you noticed that after you hand off the money, you want to avert your eyes and walk on? This is about not averting your eyes. Not expecting that person to conform to some sort of idea that you have or I have about how they should be. And not feeling uncomfortable when they want to engage in dialogue. It doesn't have to be a long conversation. It can be as simple as peace be with you. I have been on, walked on sidewalks in San Francisco where I'm saying peace be with you over and over again. My grandson one time said to me, my, my youngest grandson said, Momo, I don't know why everybody wants to talk to me. I know why. I know why. And you know why, too. Because he's got a beautiful soul. And he hasn't established and built up around him the barriers that life creates for us. He doesn't love halfway. He doesn't love with his words but not follow through. He's not going to hand off a dollar and not at least say something to the person that the money is being given to. He's too young to be afraid of love. And I dare to say to you today that we need to allow people to be who they are and we need to allow ourselves to fully be who we are 
following our intuitions and being loving, loving, loving beings. Love people even if they don't love you back the same way. If you have a choice between being a friend or something more for someone and the person doesn't want you to be more, then be their friend. Don't write people off in your life. Don't reject people because they aren't who you want to be, them to be. Don't turn your eyes away from graffiti because it's not hanging in the Louvre. See the art in all that people do. And as we begin to nurture the beauty that was in, is in a person, at some point there will be less need to punish that which is not loving. But I'm not naive, folks. I know that there's a lot of unloving behavior, but it's a little bit hard to expect people to trust that they will be treated with love when they have never been treated with love. That's a fairly profound statement God just said through me, so let me say it again. It's a little bit hard to expect people to trust and believe that you Respect them as who they are at their core when no one has ever loved or respected them. When no one has ever recognized the beautiful spirit within them. So I'm not suggesting that it's time to open the prisons, believe me. But there are new generations coming up daily. There are people who are not so far gone that they cannot come back. And more importantly, you are responsible for your conduct. And they are responsible for theirs. So as you go out this week, I encourage you to care I had a lesson in it, and I encourage you to care. I encourage you to love. I encourage you to take a few moments every day and spend three minutes breathing in and out, energizing breath that reminds you of your connection to all that is. I encourage you to open yourselves up so that you can feel the energy of souls that are connected to you closely. And you can use that energy to propel you forward in love, in generosity, in caring. And know that no matter what happens, you will take solace in the life that you have lived. You can only live your life. Me, I choose to live a life of love. I invite you to do the same thing. Now we're down to about five minutes left in the show. And I will take us out with a small prayer, but before a meditation, whatever word you want to use, it doesn't matter, there's no right word. We're going to join our spirits again with God's spirit. But before we do that, I just want to tell you a funny story. I have this wonderful, wonderful um, crystal. It's a story in itself, just getting that crystal. And it is gorgeous, and it's full of wonderful, beautiful power, and it's an 
Auralite, A-U-R-A-L-I-T-E. You can see it if you go to my Facebook account. And But it's a wonderful crystal. And last night, I just felt an awful lot of weirdness around me, and I was losing my peace. So I decided I was going to take my big, giant crystal to bed with me. Now, normally, my dog, China, sleeps right up against me. So she's in this groove of my body. If I ever put a man in my life or if a man ever invites me into his life, we're going to have to do something about China. So anyway, here we have China up against me uh, normally. But last night I laid, and normally she would just lay there. Last night I lay on the other pillow on my bed, my crystal. Yeah, you've got a woo-woo-woo lady here if you haven't figured that out already. And the next thing I know, if somebody would have taken a picture this morning, they would have had a picture of my head, the crystal, and China sleeping up on the crystal, close to the crystal. Talk about the power of all that is around us, my friends. It can ignite us with joy. It would have been a divinely funny picture but it speaks to the truth of our connection with all things. So today, as you go out, open yourselves. Leave your shoulders thrust back and be love. Be love. And I'm going to play, this will play until we finish because I don't have a lot of short pieces. Um, I'm going to play what's called invocation. And uh, I'm going to play it softly, and I'll take us out with a few words. Divine One, we are connected here today. Our consciousness is linked. And together we are sending forth waves of love to our planet. We are calling on the energy of all that is. Join with our thoughts. Join with the energy that we are creating. To send good wishes out to all. We ask for your support to help us see the art and the art in what is happening around us. To have us care enough to help lead others forward. To have us trust that we can share our money and it will be returned to us many Remind us that we are safe. And remind our enemies that they are safe. Let us stop the nitpicking rivalries that go on by the shape people into whom we believe they need to be in order to be And Let us embrace each person and look for the light with Guide us. Guide us. As we wrestle with love. And help us send our and be full lovers. Taking love on whatever terms it is provided in order to be one with those who enter our lives. We ask these things in the name of all that is. Because all that is, all that is, is a democracy. I salute each of your We accept a few minutes left. I will talk to you next week at regular time, 9 o'clock. Between now and then, uh, please know that I love you. I feel your energy, and it ignites me to be all I can. I hope mine is the same for you. Peace be with you. Each and 
every one of you are uniquely created. Trust your intuition. 